I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about something that is close to home to me. I think it's close to home to Trish. It's probably close to home to a lot of you. We're going to be talking about burnout and setting boundaries. So this topic could be, for us, I think it's it, it relates to some ministry things and, you know, stretching yourself too thin. It, it could relate parenting. to anything, though. I mean, it, it could be parenting. It could be your daily, you know, nine to five job, etc. Right. I, I can tell you right now when we're recording this right before we started, I had an email on my phone. It was marked urgent. And so it's do is it my responsibility or can someone else on my team look at it? Right. So it it's, you know, taking pause. I'm going to do this now. And then if no one else does respond to it, then I'll look at that when we're done recording. Even today, just today, was our first day of school with my kids. That We, we have a few kids that do one that does online school, one that does public school, and then two that are traditionally homeschooled. And today was our first day of traditional homeschooling. And as I'm sitting there homeschooling my kids, my phone keeps going off and off and off and off with various notifications from work to family, personal stuff. And as I'm responding to them, I'm like, it occurred to me that, wait, I should have my phone on silence because I get very distracted. But it's one of those things where I've been out of habit of having my phone silenced in the mornings when I'm doing school that, you know, just it's like a little thing like that, just a little boundary, such as silencing your phone when you are supposed to be focusing on something else is just a boundary. But it's hard for me to always remember to put those boundaries in place, especially when they've been out of practice. Right. So it's it's knowing when to say no, right, or when to say this can wait. Because so often, even, even just spreading yourselves thin of like, oh, I have my job, I have my family, I want to serve at church, I want to uh, – my kids have – XYZ sports or a different activity. And sometimes there's volunteer things for those. Sometimes there's, um, you know, fundraisers and things and, and where's the line. Right. And so I think it, it's important that we, we learn to, to say no, we learn to not overdo it so that you get burnt out. Because I know that for me personally, I have been burnt out, uh, you know, in the past. I don't, I won't say I am right now because I did cut some things out and, it, and I'm, you know, constantly weighing the, the, how much more can I, I, I can do more, but not get burnt out again. A huge thing to weigh in our minds is our purpose and the call that we have on our lives. And how can we be intentional about, fulfilling that call and that mission and that purpose on our lives that God has placed on us and do our jobs and raise our children or do school or whatever it is that we're trying to handle all at the same time of fulfilling the purpose and the call and the anointing that God has on our lives. And what are we saying yes to that is our best, most purposeful yes? 
that we are allowing God to work through us. And I'm not saying God can't work through you doing all the little things and driving everywhere and doing all those things. However, there are just some things we can do that can be far more intentional to fulfilling the call that God has placed on our life. For me, an experience as someone who got married young, we were, we were married pretty young. We started having kids young. Not young enough, though. And in the process of that, we were both working. We, you know, nothing that was necessarily a career job by any means, but working. Trish was doing school and before we had kids. Also, we're a part of different ministries. I was a part of bands. And it got to the point of then we started having kids. And I was still doing, we were kind of both still going along those same paths, not the school part, but ministry stuff. I was, we were working, church stopped working full time, but was doing more with ministry. So that kind of, you know, she was still doing full time essentially. And I cut out a band, then I rejoined, started in another band, seemed like it was fine. Then we started doing more ministry things. I ended up cutting out a band because I thought, of a career job and with ministry and everything else and kids having two kids I was like I can't do this anymore I can't commit to it so I I didn't want to get burnt out I didn't want it to be a negative to those guys I was in a band with Uh, fast forward a few years a couple more kids different ministry things started volunteering I probably was volunteering at with three different ministries at the same time at one point between a couple different churches. And then we decided to help with the church plant. I was still doing music, or I got back in with a. Also, the kids were growing up, and I started volunteering time with coaching. And, you know, was, I very much got burnt out. And eventually, this, it was to the point where I stopped. I didn't want to serve at church anymore. It got to be too much, and I and I cut that out. Uh, the band stuff started to teeter down, so not as big a deal. And I really found more of a, a purpose in not just doing my daily job and spending time with my family, but a purpose in coaching, which I've talked about before on the podcast. So you can refer back to other episodes. You can probably hear that to a, a greater degree. And I took some time off because I was burnt out. We ended up moving to a different church where neither of us were volunteering. And really, I told Trish at that point, because she was, she was, I think, experiencing burnout at a different degree and different level than I was. But I told her, like, hey, we're going. <laughs> we're going here now. You need to take at least a year off from doing anything. And myself, it was the same thing. I ended up taking way more time off than she and she got involved a lot. So she got involved a lot quicker and in, in more depth than I did. And, but she did stick to the year, which I think was a good thing. Basically a year to the day that we had that conversation was when I was like, all right, the year's done. (laughs) What can I do? And yeah. And so for me, eventually, because of Trish and some others, they kind of were like, 
we got we want to talk to Thaddeus and get him involved and have him maybe he wants to do this or there's something else right and I still was guarded and still set boundaries and and slowly integrated into doing some serving at church and it's gotten to the point now where I'm trying to serve regularly but I'm still keeping boundaries so they've and they've honored you know they they're never gonna like just expect me to be there without you know we have a scheduling system and if I block something off they're not gonna schedule it type of thing and so it's gradually getting there and our oldest now is interested in music so it's like now it sparks and but I don't know where that's gonna go one thing in that season of life that I learned was that I was so busy doing the work of the ministry and serving the Lord and doing all the things, all the good deeds, all of the sacrificing of my time, sacrificing of myself, sacrificing of family time, all of that. I was so busy making all these sacrifices and yet at the same time probably was not making the best yes decisions in my life as far as very much having that intentional time of, I don't know how else to word this, but to say I was studying the word of God for other people and not enough for myself where I was in the word on a regular basis, but it wasn't to edify and build myself up. It was only to edify and build other people up. It would be like searching for that, message that I could give to other people rather than what is that message I'm supposed to preach to myself and what is that that the Holy Spirit is trying to minister to me and so when I took that year off of ministry altogether one thing that the Holy Spirit super convicted me of was learning to preach to myself and learning to get in the word of God and always having that be number one priority every day of getting in the word studying it to build myself up when I say every day, I hold that loosely because I'm not always the best at every day. But I try my best to do it every day for myself, especially if I know, and even more so, if I know that, hey, I'm going to be ministering to somebody else, I need to make sure I'm ministering to myself first before I minister to anybody else. And I think it's important. Trisha had already brought up kind of figuring out a purpose and things like that. And sometimes it's easy to just say yes to things, yes to things, yes to things, right thing to do, or maybe you're being pressured in one way or the other. And that's fine, but it's, you have to, again, draw the line of like, is this something that really is on my heart that I should be doing? Is this something that God really has for me to do? Or am I just doing it to do, right? And scriptures say to obey is better than a sacrifice. And it comes to a point of, you have to weigh that with yourself and with God of it. Is this what I should be doing? And is there something I need to cut out? And, and we're talking ministry experiences, but for me, it's also been very much related to my kids and their sports experiences. And what am I allowing my time to get sucked away with as far as driving my kids to their athletics and doing all that kind of stuff, or even their academics with homeschooling them. Like, what am I allowing to drown out all my time? And what is taking me away from my purpose and what I feel like God has called me to do? And here's the thing, guys. A lot of you have a desire on your heart and something that God is 
put in you that he has created you to do and you are not walking in the fullness of it yet but something that the holy spirit convicted me on is like i have this desire in my heart and i have these things that i'd like to fulfill the purpose of god in my life whatever that may be and what i felt the holy spirit convict me on is i need to live my life like i'm already walking in that fullness like i'm already in that place where i am you know like I'll use this as an example because this is not related to me at all because I'm not a musician. But say one day I wanted to be a famous musician or I wanted to write records or I wanted to be somebody who recorded. That's a good one, Trish. (laughs) Yeah, I can't even clap on beat. If I had that as my goal one day, I wouldn't wait till that day to start practicing my guitar and start doing things that were musical. I would start that today right and so if you have a goal one day to own your own business or a goal one day to do something athletic like run a marathon you start today that is when you start you don't wait till that day and for me it was ministry like I've always been in pretty much ministry most of my life and that is something I want to continue to do is be in ministry but it's studying you know other communicators and studying theology doctrines and what do different religions believe that are not our religion and studying spirituality and all the different things to kind of help give me a a good foundation of what I believe so I can communicate well my faith to other people because I have a heart to win the lost and seek and save the lost that's what I feel called to do and so I need to know my my beliefs and my understanding along with even where other people are coming from in their background and what they believe. So when I'm talking to them, I can have a worldview, maybe not their worldview, but a little bit of an understanding of their worldview. So as I'm talking to them, I can see why are they combating me on this part of my faith and they believe this. And so I could, yes, I can believe what I believe for myself, but it's good to know for me why other people believe what they believe. So when I'm hopefully telling them about the Lord, I can understand where they're coming from, if that makes sense. But that's what I felt like God was charging my heart with is if this is what you feel called to do, then here are some foundational things you can do to help obtain that goal is start that saying, I don't know who said it first, start with the end in mind. So start at that place where you know that, hey, you have this goal one day to be a business owner. You might not have the finances right now to be a business owner, but you can start reading books on business. You can start following podcasts of people who are business owners and you you can start studying towards that goal. And if you feel there's a call, maybe something in the future, something that you can't do immediately, right? That doesn't mean that you don't have a purpose for the current, right? And something that you have a purpose to do now doesn't mean that's your purpose long-term, doesn't mean that's always going to be your call on your life, right? There's, we have seasons, right? We have winter, spring, summer, fall. Well, we have seasons of in life too of in this season, I really feel like I need to be doing A, right? And down the road, something that you're doing might need to, you know, go because you have a different season in your life where you really have B where you need, you know, option B is not option B, but where you have a different calling on your life 
instead of calling A, now it's calling B. And so calling A is still there, but maybe you push that back a little bit so that you don't get burnt out and trying to, you know, so what going through those seasons and what's the, what's really the most important purpose at that time. And I'm all for serving and I'm all for getting in there, doing the work of ministry, serving. But I think of when the disciples were doing the work of the ministry and people were complaining that they weren't taking care of the widows and the orphans. And what happened was their most important yes was to be preaching the gospel at that time. Not that the work of the taking care of widows didn't matter because it certainly did, but God had to rise up other disciples who would take on some of those roles because I think this happened in Acts I'm talking about, but God had to rise up other people to kind of fulfill some of those needs. But the precedence was set by the first disciples because they were the ones that were doing it before. And that's why people noticed that it wasn't happening because they were doing it and then it wasn't happening or they had to be preaching the gospel so other people could come to know the goodness of God. And so God kind of moves us through on a journey, on our faith journey, on our journey. And sometimes we'll go back to the elementary things that we did at the beginning of our faith to help get us towards our next goal. And I think of it this way too, if we're, if we talk about churches and, and senior pastors, right. You'll sometimes see a senior pastor who starts at a church. They leave that church. They maybe take some time away and then they go get a job at a different church. That's not to say that the church that they were in wasn't something good something that you know they made an impact at or anything right it's it's that season of this is where god has them and sometimes you do the work that god has for you and and now it it's it's over and it's time for someone else to do some different work they're a different perspective and time for you to go elsewhere and i also think of sometimes churches will have their pastors take force them to take time off Right. The sabbatical. <laughs> you know, whether it's a month, a week, you know, you usually when they're forcing them, it's more than a week, but maybe more along the lines of a month. But well, you need to go away. You need to take some time off, reset, not because you're doing things wrong, but we want you fresh. Right. And I think that's a good thing so that you're, they're not getting burnt out either on a week in, week out, like Trish was talking earlier about you know, studying the word instead of just for herself, she not at all for herself sometimes. And just to be able to get a message for someone. Right. And just to jump back, if you want to know more about that story I was referring to, I just looked it up. It's Acts six, where the disciples were picking out people who would kind of rise up and take care of the widows and the distribution of food. So saying all of that we've said, it's kind of a precursor to a larger topic, which we've referred to many times about the purpose that God has for you. Right. And I think we're going to in the next few episodes. I don't know how long it's going to take. We're going to There's continue. There's so much. Yeah. We want to dive into this purpose thing. We want to talk about the gifts of the Holy spirit. We want to break up some of these things and I'm not sure we're going to dive head first into it going forward. Bear with us because there's so much about purpose, but we wanted to create this bumper in the beginning, almost like I think of a bowling alley, right? Where you have the bumper that helps get you to the end goal. And so 
this episode is Who kind of a bumpers. <laughs> this is kind of a bumper to help you to know that it's okay to say no to certain things and to avoid the burnout so you can get to the end goal, which is to get a strike and knock down all the pins. So if you've enjoyed this, what we've been talking about here, please let us know. Like, share, comment, however you can get about it. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Um, but also, tune in to the next few episodes. And we're going to hopefully deep do a deeper dive this and, and just like Trish was said, calling on your lives and all that. So this is just kind of a precursor. If you have any comments or anything you need prayer for, please let us know. You can email us at info at fallenshortpodcast.com. And until next time, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish. And we love you guys. currently doing your own podcast or maybe you're aspiring to start one if you are we'd like to encourage you to check out blueberry podcasting for all of your hosting needs we use blueberry today and let me tell you it's it's real slick uh, works with our website just fine on a plugin so if you use our code fallen short you can get your first month free so you can go ahead and click that affiliate image link on our website and get test.